Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Gen Alpha Talk. In today's episode, I'll be telling you guys about the top career fields in the future. At high school and college graduations, you'll often hear speakers urging young people to follow their passion. The idea is that if you get a job you love, you work harder at it, and success and prosperity will follow. But in real life, it doesn't always work out that way. The job you love is in a declining field, such as journalism. You can spend years struggling just to find and keep a job, and even when you have one, you'll find it hard to pay the bills if it doesn't pay a living wage. Ah.、Uh, Increasingly, career experts are recommending a different approach. Instead of pursuing your passion, try to develop a passion for a job you can do well. And if you can, choose one that pays a good salary and is in a growing field. That way, instead of having to run after job opportunities, you can have employers running after you. Here's a tip: before you apply for your next job, make sure your resume stands out to hiring managers. Top Resume allows you to upload. Your resume for a free expert review by one of the professional writers. The Occupational Outlook Handbook from the Bureau of Labor Statistics is a handy tool for finding best career fields. It provides detailed information about hundreds of occupations, describing the work itself and the settings where people typically work. More useful still, the OAH has a flexible search feature. Can sort jobs based on how fast they're likely to grow, how much they pay, and the education and training needed to get the job. This tool can show you the best-paying, fastest-growing careers open to you right now with your current education. It can also help you decide whether pursuing a college degree or other credentials is likely to pay off. The best jobs of the past aren't necessarily good for the future. For example, fifty to seventy-five years ago, American manufacturing was at its peak. High-paying factory jobs offered workers with limited education a ticket to the middle class, but today those jobs are mostly gone. In twenty twenties, there are more career openings in fields such as healthcare, personal care, food service, and technology. The OOH predicts that all these fields will grow by more than ten percent between twenty twenty and twenty thirty, while the economy as a whole grow by seven percent. A good job should enable you to live in a reasonable comfort. Even when you're just starting out in your new career, you should be able to pay all your bills and afford a few small luxuries while still saving for emergencies. As you advance in your career, you, your income should grow as well, so you can meet long-term financial goals. These can include buying a home, putting kids through college, or retiring. So, how much money is required to meet these goals? According to U.S. Census Bureau, the median household income in the United States is 2020. In twenty twenty was sixty seven thousand five hundred and twenty one. That's not enough to support a family in every state, according to a CPA analysis. A middle class family needs only about forty one thousand per year to get in by uh to get by in Arkansas, but needs over one hundred and twenty two thousand per year in Hawaii. Still, in forty five out of fifty states, an income of seventy five thousand is enough to pay, put you in the middle class. So that's pretty good benchmark for a middle class salary. Many jobs with good prospects for both growth and earnings require a college degree. Some even require further education beyond college, such as medical school or law school. That puts many young people today in a bind. They need a degree to get these desirable jobs, but getting one takes years of their lives and tens of thousands of dollars. It's not always clear whether a high-paying job can make up for starting adult life loaded down with student loan debt. However, some jobs offer high pay without a college degree. You can get some of them with only a two-year associate's degree. Others and others involve some type of non-academic training. 
Better still, many of these jobs are in fast-growing fields. That means the prospects for getting a job after completing your training can be better than they are for some college graduates. By putting all these factors together, you can see which careers look like promising opportunities for the next 10 years or so. All the jobs here meet several criteria. Fast job growth. The infuels the OH predicts will grow faster than average. It says the number of jobs should at least increase by at least 13% between 2020 and 2030. Thousands of new jobs projected. Even a fast-growing field might not offer many job openings if it was small to start with. That's why this list includes careers expected to add at least 14,000 new jobs between 2020 and 2030. A comfortable wage. The OH lists these jobs as having a median pay of at least 75000 The median is the 50% mark. Half of all the workers in the field earn more than this amount and half earn less. Most of the careers that meet these criteria fall into three uh, broad fields. Healthcare, finance, technology. These are all fast-growing sectors that tend to offer high wages. However, within these fields, there is a wide range of positions to choose from. You can find jobs treating patients, managing people, working with computers, whatever your skills, there's probably a job to fit them. So let's go. Number one, software developer, aka my dream job. Software developers design and write the software that runs on devices like computers and phones. Some develop, uh, developers create applications for specific tasks, other works, uh, or in the operating system used by devices and networks. Software developers figure out what users need and design and test softwares to meet those needs. They also make upgrades to older programs and maintain and document the software to make sure it keeps working correctly in the future. Software developers work for businesses that publish software or make computers and other devices. They do most of their work sitting in front of a computer though. Most work in corporate offices, but some work at home. They typically work full-time and they often work in teams. Most software developers have a bachelor's degree in computer science or a related field. Some employers prefer applicants with a master's degree. The job also requires strong skills and experience in computer programming. Many developers gain experience by doing an internship with a software company while in college. Throughout their careers, developers need to stay up to date with new computer languages and programming tools. The OOH also puts the median, uh, median and annual wage for software developers at $110,140. Software development is a vast field. According to the OOH, there were roughly 1.85 million software developers in the U.S. in 2020. By 2030, the OOH predicts this field will grow by 22%. That adds up to 409,500 new jobs. Medical and Health Services Manager Healthcare is a big and complicated business. Providing care to patients is only part of it. There is also the work of scheduling appointments, collecting payments, keeping medical records, and coordinating with other care providers. Medical and health services managers oversee all of these activities that leave health care providers with more time for their patients. Medical and health services managers work in all kinds of healthcare settings where lots of patients and providers are under one roof. That includes group medical practices, hospitals, clinics, and nursing homes. To become a medical or health services manager, you typically need at least a bachelor's degree in healthcare or a related field. You also need some experience working in healthcare. Many people in this field also have a master's degree that take up two or three years to complete. This includes a year of working under supervision in an actual healthcare setting. According to the OOH, medical and health service managers earned a median income of $104,280 in 2020. 
There were 429,800 medical and health services num- managers in the U.S. in 2020. The OH predicts this number will increase by a whopping 3.2%, or 139,600 jobs by 2030. 3. Management analysts. Management analysts, also known as management consultants, help business find ways to run more efficiently. They come into a company and observe its procedures, interview staff, and analyze financial data. Analysts can be uh, can then advise manager on how to reduce costs, for example, by doing the same job with fewer workers. Can also suggest ways to boost revenues, for example, by increasing the amount of a product a company can produce in a day. Management consultants often work for many different companies throughout the year. They divide their times between their own offices and their clients' work sites. The job often involves travel and working long hours on tight deadlines. In general, a management analyst must have at least a bachelor's degree. Appropriate college majors include business, social science, or engineering. Many companies prefer to hire analysts with a master's in business administration. Companies also often look for analysts with work experience in their field. For example, tax preparation firms may prefer candidates who have previously worked as accountants. The LH puts the median uh, me- median annual salary for management analysis at $87,660 for 2020. However, Payscale estimates the median salary at only $69,700. There were 907,600 management analysts in the U.S. in 2020. By 2030, the OAH says this field will grow by 14%, adding 124,400 jobs. 4. Nurse Practitioner A nurse practitioner, or NP, is a type of nurse with more training and more authority than a registered nurse. Rather than just assisting doctors, NPs can perform many of a doctor's functions themselves. According to the American Association of Nurse Practitioners, an NP can diagnose illnesses, prescribe drugs, and manage a patient's care. NPs work in all types of healthcare settings. They can practice in clinics, hospitals, urgent care centers, nursing homes, private practices. Some work for schools, universities, or public health departments. So, uh, to become an MP, NP, you must already be a licensed RN. That can mean uh, earning either a bachelor's or associate's degree in nursing. Then, on top of that, you must complete a graduate program and earn your national certification. The OH says NPs earn a median income of 111 uh, 1680 in 2020, NPs who worked in hospitals earned the most while those employed by schools learned least. According to the BLS, there were 211,280 NPs in the US in May 2020. However, the ANP puts the figure much higher than that, saying there are more than 325,000 uh, NPs in the country. The OH predicts that the demand for NPs and other advanced practice registered nurses will rise by 45% between 2020 and 2030. For NPs specifically, that adds up to 114,900 new jobs. 5. Financial Manager Every company from a corner grocery store to a Fortune 500 company has to deal with money. If the business is big enough, it may hire a financial manager to deal with that side of business. Financial managers keep track of an organization's income and spending and look for ways to boost profits and reduce costs. They create financial reports, manage investments, and help direct the organization's long-term financial goals. Financial managers can work for businesses, nonprofits, and government agencies. Typical employers include banks, insurance companies, and investment firms. They are high-level employees who work closely with top executives and departments that gather data. Most financial managers work full-time. Some put in more than 40 hours per week. 
To become a financial manager, you typically need a four-year college degree in finance, economics, or business administration. Some employers prefer candidates with a master's degree in one of these fields. The job also requires several years of work experience in the financial field. Examples include banking, accounting, and sales. The median income for financial managers in 2020 was 134,800, according to the OH. As of 2020, there were 681,700 financial managers in the U.S. The BLS predicts this will grow 17% by 2030, adding 118,200 new jobs. This is the end of my episode, and I hope you guys had a great listen. That's what I have for today. Shout out to say thank you. Hit the like, subscribe, and share button, and I'll see you guys next time. Goodbye.